Are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So what is happening, everybody? Happy New Year. Oh, man, just looking back you know, on the past year and the past decade, I actually kind of miss it, but uh, to be honest with you, I'm not too sad about entering a whole new decade and a whole nother year because I'm sure it has a lot of great things in store for all of us. We just have to go out there and get it, man. In the words of T.I., one of my all-time favorite rappers, just have to go out there and get it. Okay, so uh, like always, I'm just so happy to be here today. Ah, so this week will probably be, if you if you actually go to the university or um, I'm sure like all schools like high school or elementary school or for most people who work, I'm sure this would be this will mark your last week of holidays. And then from next week on, you have to start, you know, going back, jumping back on your grind and just uh, working like before, you know, working like usual, just uh, getting back to your regular schedule. And I know it's a bittersweet moment for for all of us out here, specifically for students, because I know for the past like two or three weeks, we've just been sleeping in and just trying to get the most out of it, just uh, honestly doing nothing. Uh, I know that's the case for me at least. And uh, I was honestly just trying to enjoy myself and uh, do the things that I wouldn't really get to do during the year. So uh, like I said, just trying to hibernate as much as possible and I'm sure this is uh, probably the case for most university students out there but that is okay because now all of us being full rested we can just go back to school next week you know for for those of you working can just go back to work next week and just get back on that grind man so yes I am happy from that perspective and to be honest if you if you rest a lot then you kind of have that itch, that craving for getting back to working hard again and just try to be productive, you know, in a good way so that you're not stressed out. But at the same time, you you know, you're being productive to the world, to the society. So to be honest, like I'm sure a lot of us out here have been getting at that itch for the past few days. So, you know, it's good that we're getting back to our regular scheduling anyway. So. Oh, whole new year and actually uh, one of the first few days of the year and of the decade couldn't be any happier. Like I said, 
This whole new year, the year 2020, has so many great things in stock for us, at least for all of us combat sports fans out here. You guys already know, um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be having our very first pay-per-view card of the year and of the decade, which is going to be headlined by a great, great bout between Conor McGregor and Donald Cowboy Cerrone for UFC 246. So I'm already sure that that one's going to be uh, one of the one of the fights to remember for the whole year because we've been anticipating Conor McGregor's combat for the longest time, at least when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts. And of course, who is out there who does not love Donald Cowboy Cerrone and his fighting style? So this whole bout is definitely something that not just me, but most combat sports fans out there are definitely looking forward to. And like I said, it will be coming up in a couple of weeks. And with that, I really do want to announce that unfortunately for this week and the week after, we're not going to be having a lot of fights to break down because I'm sure a lot of organizations are just trying to get their things together and, uh, you know, schedule bouts for the upcoming months and the upcoming weeks. So for the first two weeks of the year, we're not going to be a, we're not going to be having a lot to talk about when it comes to breaking down fights. But like I said, the, the third week of January, so on our episode that is going to be on January 16th, we are going to be thoroughly uh, breaking down that whole UFC 246 fight card, including the main event, like I said, that is going to be between Conor McGregor and Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Now, since I'm kind of talking about some of the fights that are going to be happening over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months... It is important to announce, and I'm sure you guys already know this by now, but let's not forget that we're going to be having a very important heavyweight bout in boxing coming up uh, in February. And in case you guys forgot, this is going to be the fight between the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. And he's going to be having his rematch fight against the lineal champion of the world, Tyson Fury. And I'm sure everybody has been looking forward to this rematch ever since the two had their very first fight against one another. Because you guys already know the decision that was announced was actually a draw. So uh, for this rematch, it, it will be really important to see what would actually go down and who will win this rematch because that will prove who the better fighter and the better man will be on fight night. So that one is also coming up in February. But in terms of the, you know, the next couple of weeks and next couple of months, I should say these are the two main fight cards that you guys should be, um, should I say, concerned about and at least just mark it down in your calendars so that you do not miss miss these fights because you already know they're going to be phenomenal. Now, one thing I should say, usually it's the fight cards that happen at the beginning of the year and the fight cards that happen at the end of the year that are almost always so, so exciting. And uh, that doesn't mean that we're not going to be having good fights happening throughout the year. For sure, we will. But um, just saying, I don't know, there's just something else uh, you know that that has a whole nother aura attached to it when you watch these fights at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year it's just something special about them I don't know anyways so these are I, I really did want to announce these fights that are happening and uh, like I said unfortunately for this week uh, we're not going to be having a lot of uh, fight breakdowns to talk about but we do have these fights coming up in the next couple of weeks 
All right. So uh, if you guys remember last year, or should I say last week in our previous episode, uh, we did talk about some of the most influential fighters of the decade, at least when it came to the world of mixed martial arts. Now, uh, because I, I included my top five, um, you know, candidates for this um, list that I talked about, and I did talk about some of the honorable mentions that could potentially be listed on that top five list. But, um, you know, because of lack of time, we didn't really get to talk a lot about those um, certain people. And I also remembered after finishing that episode last week, I remembered that it would have been wise to also talk about some of the fighters that were doing really, really well um, in the past decade. And we all thought that their their hype train, I should say, was going to last forever and that some of them were supposedly invincible. But some things went down, some controversial things went down. They experienced some ups and downs in their career. And unfortunately, they're not really at the top of their careers anymore. And they're for sure off of that hype train uh, that we all thought that we're going to be on forever. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about a few of those fighters that I believe were doing, doing really, really, really well until something happened and then their career just, you know, it wasn't at, at, at its prime anymore, unfortunately. And I'm going to be talking about what happened with those fighters and what we can actually expect from them for this upcoming year and potentially for the next few years when it comes to their career. So uh, that is one thing, like one of the top, um, yes, I, I actually do believe I do have a top five list for this as well. So I'm going to be talking about uh, the people that I think uh, could be on this list. And I'm going to be talking about them on the show. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we have lined up with regards to that. And I uh, I really do have to give credit to some of the MMA um, sports, um, you know, media outlets out there who kind of started this whole like um, listing thing, especially because, you know, the decade was ending, the year was ending, and they all gave their own uh, top five lists or top 10 lists when it came to the best fight of the decade, you know, all that stuff. But this one, I didn't really see it being done in any of the uh, news outlets out there like MMA Fighting, MMA Junkie. So this one, it is pretty original. And I actually do invite all of you, if you have any other opinion about who should have been, who else should I say uh, should have been listed on this list that I didn't talk about, or if, if you of this uh, few of the people that I'm going to talk about on this list shouldn't shouldn't really have been on this list please do talk to me on social media make sure you holla at me at jnon on twitter I would love to start a conversation with all of you guys out there TK Nation and uh, I'm, I'm actually really interested to see what you guys think about all of this so this is the big thing that we ha- that we really do want to talk about today on the show but before I get into that um, you know this was this was really um, enjoyable over the over the break uh, because you guys already know when when it's usually the uh, the holidays the tv would just show uh, you know uh, movies that have been produced one after another for example a uh, movie chronicle i should say that i really did get to catch up with over the over the holidays 
was of course the the Rocky movies. You know, starting from the very first one to the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth. Which uh, I I was actually so surprised that I I had never watched Rocky Five. And thanks to the the TV programming uh, over the holidays, I actually got to rewatch all of these movies one after another, just binge watching them, just um, reliving some of the memories that I initially made with them, and uh, it made me think how um, how I initially you know got got introduced to the whole Rocky story and how it honestly uh, changed my life forever and um, I to be honest with all of you guys I feel like Rocky Balboa I know he's a fictional character but I feel like first of all uh, cinematically I would do argue that his movies have been one of his movie franchises have been one of the most successful um, movie series of all time when it comes to describing someone that that does have a career in the combat sports world some of the things that the person goes through for their fights but also in life and what are some of the aftermaths of say winning or losing your fight and how you want to deal with some of the consequences of it in real life and for that reason i would always regard the the rocky movies as some of the top movies out there that would describe all these things that i just talked about talking talking about a professional fighter and what they would go through both inside the ring and outside the ring so i really really did enjoy all of these uh, Rocky movies that I watched over the break. And uh, like I was saying, like Rocky as a person, he shows you what you could be if if the opportunity is ahead of you and uh, you just don't know what to do to go out and get it because the simple answer to that is you just have to go out there and get it. And that is what I really enjoy about the whole story of Rocky Balboa because even though in the beginning he's one of the biggest underdogs of all time, he still goes out there, tries his best, and he doesn't always get the result that he wants. But the important thing is that he goes out there, tries his best, and if he gets the result that he wants, then perfect. If he doesn't get it, then he's still thankful for some of, th- some of the other things that he has obtained throughout this whole journey, throughout his whole fighting camp. And um, he's still grateful for what he has. And he doesn't necessarily regret uh, over some of the things that he hasn't obtained at the end of his fights. For example, in the first movie, he was just so happy that he got to be with Adrian, his wife. Should I say his future wife? At that at that point, and then later on, you know the 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 fights that he had with Apollo Creed. Of course, the first few ones they weren't necessarily great, but then afterwards, he actually made truce with his enemy. He started training with Apollo Creed, and that is, uh, you know, that shows one of the most beautiful aspects of the sport of just martial arts and combat sports overall. Because although it might seem like Uh, combat sports are really violent and that the people don't really care about their opponents in the end it's actually all about respect and if anything the rocky movies definitely show you that that you uh, at the end of the day you will always have respect for your opponent and not only that but you can also learn a lot of things from your opponent and that that was one of the things that i always enjoy 
when I watch all the Rocky movies. And like I was saying, uh, one thing that really did strike me was the fifth Rocky movie because I hadn't really watched that one for whatever reason. And when I did watch it, it was it was pretty interesting because it also showed another aspect of being a professional fighter. And one thing that you don't necessarily see um, in a lot of, um, you know, fighting based movies and a lot of action movies, because if uh, not to spoil anything for all of you guys out there, but in the end, uh, he's ha- uh, for the final fight scene, the street fight, I should say. When he does get hit, you can definitely observe some some um, symptoms, should I say, of um, brain trauma and um, CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. And of course, the person, the type of fighter, I should say, that Rocky Balboa is in his fights. If you do pay attention, he does receive a lot of blows to the head until he decides to get everything together and then just charge forward to his opponent. So because of all those hits that he's been obtaining for all of those years that he's been fighting, fortunately, it is evident that he's been obtaining a lot of brain damage throughout the years. And they actually do show that in the fifth Rocky movie. But uh, again, I was um, I was happy that he, he got back up and then he finished that very last uh, fight scene of that movie. But overall, like I said, I'm ju- I was just really pleased uh, with... Every every single aspect of the fighting lifestyle that they show in all of the Rocky movies. And again, this was not the first time that I, I, I had seen all those movies. It's probably the uh, 100th time. But uh, I still always, always enjoy watching the, the, the Rocky Balboa series and um, all, everything that he goes through throughout the years so shout out to sylvester stallone for creating this legendary character and also to rocky balboa anyway so that's what i really want to talk about today with regards to that but now i really do want to go through the list that i just told you guys about with regards to the fighters who i thought were doing really well in the past decade but unfortunately for whatever reason they got off their hype train Starting off, I feel like this one is one of the biggest names that comes to mind when you do consider all of these criteria that I just talked about. This person is Ronda Rousey. And I'll be a hypocrite if I did not say that I initially got into mixed martial arts, you know, just being passionate about mixed martial arts because of Ronda Rousey, because of the great role model that Ronda Rousey specifically was for me. Being a young girl, just growing up, you know, you're looking up to different um, figures in, um, in pop culture, you know, just around you in sports. And uh, when you when you did see Ronda Rousey at that point, being the undefeated champion that she was, the very first ever woman champion in the UFC, actually, and being how dominating she was in the UFC at the time, I mean, what else could you ask for as a young girl? She was one of my top role models at the time. And like I said, she was one of the main, she she has been actually one of the main reasons why I got into mixed martial arts in the first place. So yes, first things first, shout out to Ronda Rousey for all the great things that she has done for the MMA community. But other than that, I feel like uh, all of us out there as Ronda Rousey fans, we received the biggest heartbreak of all time when Ronda Rousey first of all lost that fight uh, that she had with uh, Holly Holm in Australia 
It was supposed to be just another fight that she was having to defend her belt, her bantamweight belt. But unfortunately, for many, many reasons, that could have been, um, you know, confident, you know, related to her confidence coming into the, coming to the fight, uh, her mentality prior to the fight, and even the way that she trained for that fight. Because maybe, not necessarily implying that she did think this way, maybe she, she actually underestimated Holly Holm at the time. So in that fight, whatever happened, you know, she lost that fight against Holly Holm. But what was really striking was that afterwards, instead of picking everything back up and trying to work on her weaknesses, unfortunately, I feel like Ronda Rousey, because her mind wasn't really in the game anymore, she the, the next fight that she had in the UFC, and that was the fight against the then and actually still champion Amanda Nunes, when she had that fight still, her mentality hadn't really still recovered from that first ever professional loss that she had had against Holly Holm. So unfortunately, again, she uh, received a very horrible loss against Amanda Nunes and lost that fight again. And actually, you could argue that Ronda Rousey, like it was meant to be. All Both of those losses were kind of meant to be because Ronda Rousey was meant to be in the uh, professional wrestling world from the first place. If you do read her autobiography, she con- consistently talks about how she always wanted to be a WWE superstar and that she grew up with um, WWE um, legends and how she always wanted to do professional wrestling as as a career. And she wasn't necessarily into fighting uh, when it came to mixed martial arts. So... One of the good things that happened out of those losses was that she got signed to the WWE and she started um, doing professional wrestling in that organization. So that was all good. And, um, you know, I, I personally really did enjoy watching her again. In the WWE, she was dominating all uh, all of the WWE divas, the, the female professional wrestlers, even though you guys already know again, Professional wrestling is all like choreographed and the the fights aren't necessarily real, quote unquote real, but all the impact is real and all the demonstration of power is real and the training beforehand is also real. So everything is pretty much real about WWE and uh, they do pretty phenomenal things when you think about it uh, when it comes to professional wrestling. Anyway, so Ronda Rossi again, she was doing really, really well in WWE. And again, something happened, but uh, you know she's she's again not not as uh, visible in the WWE again because allegedly some divas, some uh, professional wrestling divas and champions came out saying that they thought that Ronda Rousey was receiving uh, special attention and that she, when the scripts were being written for all those WWE fights, she was receiving uh, like preferable treatment and uh the the divas didn't like that a lot because prior to that ronda rousey had been a very successful mixed martial artist so they just they just didn't necessarily agree with the way things were going in the wwe when it came to ronda rousey so ronda rousey ever since then has been 
uh, not that active in the WWE anymore. And if you do follow her on social media, she's just saying that she wants to spend more time with her family. And I do um, get that as a as a W for her as a win because you know after having such a such a rough grind, you can say for. A whole decade, because if when you think about it, this whole uh, decade, the 2010 decade, was very, very successful for Ronda Rousey, and she got to fame. Like she, that was her decade. When you do think about it, so it does make sense why she wants to take some time off and, you know, not be as active anymore, at least for the next couple of months. And it's totally understandable. But when you when you do think about it. Somehow Ronda Rousey, she does make it to this uh, list of people who were doing really, really well and were at their prime, but unfortunately they just fell off that hype train that everybody was talking about. So again, with all due respect, I love Ronda Rousey, but I thought I should include her on this list. The second one, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but this this is another woman champion at the UFC, former champion at the UFC, Yohanna Young Jacek. She had 11 successful title defenses when she was fighting at the strawweight division in the UFC. She that meaning that she was uh, the champion for 11 straight fights, and that is a lot when you think about it. That uh, that consists of a lot of successful years as a professional mixed martial artist. But unfortunately, again for her too, for Juana, things went down. She experienced a few losses. Um, she changed her weight division going up a weight division and then coming back down again. But unfortunately, things haven't been the same for her. And it could have been better, definitely. But I really don't want to say that this is the end of Yuana Young Jacek because she is actually supposed to be having a fight against the current flyweight champion at the UFC, uh, Zhang Wei Li. And we'll see how things will turn out in that fight. So quite, I, I don't want to say that Yuana Young Jacek is, uh, you know, uh, is going to be on this list quite yet. I guess we just have to wait and see what will happen in that title fight against Zhang Wei Li. Another person that I uh, included in this list, and uh, listen, when I when I talk about all these people, I have so much respect for every single one of them that I'm that I'm talking about and will be talking about in the next few minutes. But uh, unfortunately, the, this is what happened to all these people. They were just at the top of the game, and then things went down and. And unfortunately, they're just not as successful anymore, at least when it comes to mixed martial arts. So the next person I do want to talk about um, on this list is Jose Aldo. So Jose Aldo, again, he was undefeated as a champion in the featherweight division for 10 straight years. He was so successful because you guys, you guys know Jose Aldo is Brazilian. Brazil made this uh, a biographical movie about Jose Aldo and how great of a mixed martial artist uh, he he has been. And then right after that movie, unfortunately, when he had that fight against Conor McGregor, um, things just started to go downhill for Jose Aldo. And uh, not to say that he's been completely unsuccessful after that big loss against McGregor, but uh, he's been changing his weight divisions and uh, he's still trying to find... Um, something that is comfortable for him, something that would um, 
secure him a spot in whatever weight division that he's fighting at and um, is able to bring him back up to the position that he was prior to that loss to Conor McGregor. But unfortunately, uh, he has yet to find that position, that um, uh, safety spot, I should say. Uh, but um, again, man, you know, you already know it is what it is and there's nothing else that we can do about it at this point. But I, I really do wish... Uh, all the best to all the fighters that I just talked about, Ronda Rousey, Joanna Young, Jacek, and even Jose Aldo. I wish them all the best uh, for this upcoming year and for the upcoming decade. Hopefully, um, the, the next year at least has great things in stock for them. And I really do wish to see more of them, uh, more of their success, I should say, in the upcoming year. And like I said, you guys are more than welcome to talk about this online and just, um, you know, tag me in your tweets online uh, at, at Janon. And I really do look forward to seeing what you guys think, like who else should be listed on this list or if you think I should change um, my opinion about some of the fighters that I just talked about who are on this list of fighters doing well, but then they fell off their hype train. Anyway, so uh, I'm so glad that I got to talk about everything that I wanted to for today. And just like that, we finished our very first episode of 2020 and the very first episode of the decade. Hopefully we have so many great uh, episodes coming up for this upcoming year. And I'm so, so excited for all of them. And with that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. <laughs>